Good day, babes, and thank you for tuning into my Plus Size Truth Podcast, a storytelling podcast where we explore topics such as confidence, boundaries, mental health, relationships, and friendships as it pertains to women of color trying to make it day-to-day while healing in their struggle. I'm your host, Dewana J, and it's always a pleasure to be here with you and learning how to navigate through life as a team, one episode at a time. All right, y'all. So before I get into this amazing episode, please don't forget to share, subscribe, and save any episode for yourself or for someone you may know that you can go back and reference to for motivation or encouragement. Be sure to follow me on TikTok and Instagram. And always don't forget to participate in the weekly questions for any upcoming episode that we might have. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. So today's episode is about everyday boundaries that you can set for yourself and implement today. This episode is for the working woman that wears all of the hats in her life. She's a wife, girlfriend, stepmom, mom, caregiver, employee, employer, entrepreneur, business owner, whatever title that you have and you wear many of them, this episode is for you. And doing the task and the things that don't even align with you or continuing to do the things that no longer align with you because you are doing it to appease someone else or to make others happy. And that could include, you know, doing things like for your kids or for your family members that doesn't necessarily bring joy to yourself, but it brings joy to them. So you do it anyway, because who the hell, who, who the hell else is going to do it? And let's just be clear, who who else is going to do it? Who's going to do these tasks? So I'll be listing seven boundaries that you can implement right away. And I got three bonus boundaries that I want to add on. And these came from my followers on Instagram and TikTok that answered the question um, for the episode of the week. And if you want to participate in any of my weekly questions please look out for those i post those weekly prior to the episode coming out and i always like feedback and questions and answers um that i can implement in my podcast episode that can help anybody out there that's listening because nine times out of ten you might have a question or a suggestion or a thought and somebody else somewhere else on the other side of the world or around the corner might have the same exact question know that i'll never ever talk about anything on my show unless it's something that i can relate to that i've experienced or i know about it or something of that nature so here's my personal story that has to do with standing firm on your boundaries and why boundaries are so important i've worked in healthcare for over 12 years so i've been a cna Um, which is a certified nursing assistant for about seven to eight years. Before that, I was doing like home care and home support. Um, Also got history in doing makeup, customer service. I probably worked everywhere that I can think of under the sun in my 39 years. So for those that know, when you work in healthcare, especially at the level of being a CNA, the resident to staff abuse is huge. 
Nine times out of ten, these facilities don't have no union. At most places, you know, you don't really get to take your breaks because it's always short staff, sometimes no lunches. Um, crazy overtime, you're always working holidays, you're always missing events with your family, um, et cetera, et cetera. idea that boundaries was even a thing in healthcare because it was already put out from the very beginning that, you know, your life and your social life and what have you kind of gets flushed down the drain because you hit the ground running working all these hours and you start looking at these checks and these checks look good and you're not paying attention to your body. You're not paying attention to the wear and tear. You're paying attention to the money. Is that fair to say? Because that, that's what happened with me. I hit the ground running. When I got my CNA license, I think I was working three jobs in a matter of two months. I wasn't even done with... Um, I wasn't even done with my probation before I had two more jobs. And with those two more jobs came with a lot more work, a lot more wear and tear on my body. So moving forward with the story in regards to, you know, residents making accusations or lying or, you know, being vindictive. And there's been situations where a resident would accuse a staff member of taking money from them and stealing money from them. And I don't like being a part of that. I don't like being called a thief. I don't like anything that has to do with stealing from somebody else. So I created a boundary for myself that I will not go to the vending machine or to the store or anything that has to do with an exchange of their money to my hand anymore, any longer. So this particular job that I had, a resident wanted me to go to the vending machine for them. And I politely let the resident know that I don't do that. I don't take money from residents to go get them anything if they can't get up and go get it themselves. But I will find someone that can help you or someone that can come in and maybe go for you that feels a little more comfortable with doing it. The resident asked what was my reservation on getting it because he, you know, he was just handing, I think it was about $2. And I explained to him what I dealt with in the past and that I didn't feel comfortable doing it. And he respected it. And, you know, kind of, we kind of went back and forth a little bit because she didn't understand why I couldn't just go to the vending machine. But let me tell you something, don't bend your boundaries for anybody. It's not for anybody else to understand why you don't want to do certain things. If that is your boundary that you created for yourself and for your reason, you don't have to sit there and go back and forth with nobody and bend and conform to anything that they said. And I did not, but I did take the time to let her know my personal reason and why I didn't want to do it. So she went in there, she got the money, and she went and got the snack for the resident. And in return, she proceeded, and this is a supervisor, by the way, she proceeded to, you know, low talk and whisper, you know, and I know she was saying something about me to the resident. The resident kind of chuckled and he said, you know, I respect, you know, her decision and I respect how she feels. You know, she's a very good worker. She always answers my light and everything. And, you know, I don't have a problem with that. I respect it. So she goes out, side to smoke a cigarette 
and she's with another employee. She's with another supervisor. So now they're talking about it, but they don't know that I'm in the room with the resident and I can hear them because the idiots are smoking cigarettes by the resident's slider. So I open up the sliding glass door and I confronted the supervisors because your title, honey, it means nothing. When you decide to be unprofessional, you're no longer my supervisor. You just another, you just another bitch on the street. And I'm just be clear about it. So I stepped outside and I confronted the supervisors about the conversation that they were holding. Of course, they were speechless because they knew that they were wrong and they were very childish for even stepping outside and holding that discussion. And still to this day, I still I don't no longer work at that place. But still to this day, I always stand firm on the boundaries that I set and I created for myself because it's important. And just know that when you start to create these boundaries, you're going to start to experience people's personalities that you probably didn't see before. I never saw that side of that supervisor before until I needed for her to do something for a resident that was just as much hers as he was mine. But, you know, some people get into that supervisory position and start really feeling themselves. So that's a whole nother thing. So let's move on to our seven everyday boundaries that you can implement every day and you can start them today. So number one, for your lifestyle, this is a boundary for your lifestyle, a self-care day. Pick a day or a few hours strictly for yourself. This is going to help with your mental health. It's going to help with your skincare. It's going to help with your mindset to just take that time to just shut out the world. Even if you want to silence your alerts or whatever the case may be, but to prioritize yourself, especially, you know, this is really for those nine to fivers and those, you know, stay at home moms or those single moms. It's really important that you guys get that time in to spend with yourselves and to get that mental clarity. So number two, this boundary is for your finances. Automate your accounts because there's a whole lot of banks and a whole lot of apps in like Chime because I love using Chime and this is not sponsored. But just in case y'all listen in Chime, hit up your girl, okay? Okay, because I could talk about you. So for the finances, you want to automate your account to take 10% or more, depending on you, of your check and put it into your savings automatically. And this actually creates discipline for yourself and for your finances. And it also helps you start saving. When that 10% is gone automatically, it's out of sight, out of mind. So when you're looking at that balance, because the issue that I used to have is, I would think that I had this amount in my head and I wasn't really calculating the correct amount, which will cause you to overspend, especially if you're not being careful. But if it's already out, if it's already in your savings, then you don't have to worry about it. You already did step one, which was pay yourself and paying yourself is saving. So boundary number three that you can implement right now is for your spouse. No phones on date night. Yeah. If it's not on social media, if you didn't post it, it didn't happen. But phones are, I feel, are taking over way too much. And what I noticed when I had went out to dinner recently was that a lot of time was spent. 
trying to record a moment, take a picture of a moment, boomerang a moment instead of being in the moment. So I'm not saying don't take no pictures, don't take no videos or nothing, but take the pictures you're going to take of the ambiance. Take the pictures that you need to take for yourselves or after the dinner, wherever you're going, and then put the phones away and enjoy the moment. And I think that that's a very healthy boundary to set for those couples out there. So number four, here's a boundary that you can set for your kids. And this is a boundary that I didn't even realize I had set for my kids until they said something to me about it because I never really paid attention to them not really walking into my room unless they were verbally invited to. So if you got kids out there and they are at the age where they can comprehend what yes and no means, you can implement this boundary. My room is my room, not before coming in. This creates a boundary for your kids that they can also implement for themselves as they get older. And it separates their stuff from your stuff, their space from your space. A lot of the times, especially, you know, with young parents, they merge all of it together. And it's hard to break that up once they get older because they're not going to understand what mommy's space means. Like, what does that mean? Your space is my space. It's us. Like, it's us. It's one and two all the time. No. Start that now. And you can start it with, you know, my bedroom is my space, which it should be. So number five is the boundary that you can set for your family. My spouse is not here for you to like, but you will respect them at all times. I've experienced it before. I know so many friends of mine that have experienced this before, coworkers of mine that are involved with someone that they love and their family does not respect their relationship or respect them as a couple and it causes a wedge and it causes a divide between the couple and the family or the person that's attached to the family and the person that they're with. I strongly feel, and this is my personal two cents, okay? I feel that if you can't respect the person that I'm with, you can't respect the person that I'm involved with, then we're going to have an issue. Yes, we can We can all separate it, but who wants to be in a family like that? Who wants to be attached to a family that, you know, you can't get along with or you can't be around or you don't want to be around for whatever reason? Who wants to deal with anything like that because it causes a strain and it is going to come to a head eventually. There's no getting around it. So it needs to be established off top to have that respect and to show that respect for both sides. It's not just a one-way street. It's definitely a two-way. So here's another boundary. And this is also for family. And this is huge. This is really, really big. And I really stand on this. I don't have to like, love, deal with, nor tolerate any person that makes me or my kids feel uncomfortable. I'm heavy on that. Especially in in colored families, and this is Latino, black, any nationality of color tends to throw that, well, that's your family, that's your dad, that's your uncle, that's your mom, that's your cousin. Hey, 
if they not right, if they not on the up and up, I don't give a fuck who they are. If they make my kids feel uncomfortable, I'm not going to make my son hug someone that he doesn't feel comfortable with hugging. I'm not going to make my daughter hug Uncle Pete if I don't even feel comfortable hugging Uncle Pete. Like, that really just baffles me how people are like, oh, that's your brother. That's your uncle's cousin. That's your niece. That's your great aunt. And no. Intuitions don't lie. If something's not right, it's not right. Don't be trying to force yourself or your kids to be uncomfortable around people because they're family. And number seven, this one is for yourself. And this is something that I'm going to actually implement tonight as we speak because I used to do it a lot, but I haven't done it in a while. Silencing my phone and alert, silencing your phone and alert so you could get the adequate rest that you need. Time to shut it down. When it's time to go to bed, shut it down. Shut everybody down. If it's just going to be you and the show and some popcorn, shut the alert alerts down. Shut everything down. Set your alarm for the next day if you need to set an alarm. But now it's time to shut the world down. Shut social media down. And that's, you know, specifically what my issue was because I'll be sitting up at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning um, scrolling on Instagram or laughing on TikTok. So without further ado, here are the bonus boundaries. So, like I said, these boundaries um, that follow me on social media, and I know all three of them personally, actually. So, the first one is for yourself. All three of them are for yourself, actually. So, the first one is celebrating your wins and accomplishments. That is very, very important. I was just telling a lady that I'm following on Twitter um, she created or she made a brand deal, a big brand deal for her business. And I told her she needs to go out and celebrate. She needs to go celebrate herself, whether it's to get a drink at a happy hour, take herself out to dinner, do something for yourself to celebrate that win and that accomplishment that she was working towards. The next boundary is always choosing yourself first. Mothers especially have a problem with doing this. Caregivers have a problem with doing this. People, frontliners have an issue with doing it because you really take your job home with you. And putting yourself first is something that's very difficult to do. But learning how to do that is just part of the step. It's a huge step to even want to consider being selfish for once in your life. Be selfish with yourself. So the last boundary that we're going to talk about is listening to your intuitions and not being influenced by others. That is being intentional with your decision making. If you decide that you want to dye your hair lime green and you decide you want to tell a friend and that friend has everything negative to say about your hair being lime green, you're going to allow that person's influence to talk you out of not, maybe not going lime green, okay, I'll go emerald instead. You just allowed that person's opinion to influence your next move. But if your intuition and your heart and your alignment is saying lime green is the color, I dare you to go for it. I want you to go for it and embrace it, empower it, let it be empowering and share your story and do all the things of the 
All right, friends, that wraps up another meetup of My Plus Size Truth Podcast with your host, Dewana J. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok. Please don't forget to share and subscribe. New episodes every week and to participate in each episode, a question will be posted in my stories or in a post or both. So look out for that. And always remember to be kind to yourself and to others. And until next time, love y'all.